guest analyst this afternoon, Nathan Losey with Ag Resource Company. Nathan, we saw a grain market. Looks like soybeans kind of pulled everything higher this afternoon. Yeah, soybeans and, you know, corn is right there, uh, right behind the bean market up, uh, you know, 13, 14 cents today. Um, you know, I think the market is finally paying attention to weather in Brazil, which is has not been favorable for the last month. We have in the north, it's been too hot and too dry, and uh, uh, soybean planting hasn't taken place. And in the central and southern parts, it's been too wet, and now they have... You know, they've seen record heat here in the last week, um, just unprecedented temperatures. Uh, and it's really it's really slowed uh, uh, soybean planting progress. Um, you know, we're looking at, at soybean planting progress last, last week around uh, 57%, and that was almost down over uh, 15% from normal. Um, now, the significance there is uh, the later we push back soybean planting, um, it does two things. It, it delays the dates at which Brazil can start exporting beans. So it's opening up a window for more U.S. soybean exports. But it also um, is going to discourage uh, safrina or the second crop, corn crop. Um, as, as they push back the dates, farmers are not going to plant the crop because it's going to intersect with uh, extreme heat during the pollination period. So that's where the support in the corn market, I think, is coming from. Sure. How about the wheat? I mean, that's kind of struggled a little bit, but uh, managed to end on the plus side. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I think uh, wheat was probably, uh, you know, the the, the bearish leg of, of spreads against corn and soybeans today. Um, you know, but overall... Yeah, we look at the wheat market, and you know we we had a reactionary uh, low after the September stocks number uh, due to the crop size, but we that you know that number hasn't been tested yet. The the wheat market's just held firm, uh, building a base. Um, you know, from from the chart side of things, the wheat market's finally starting to look positive. Sure. How about livestock? What happened over there? Well, in in livestock, you know, it, it looks like the hog market is trying to put in a low. And, you know, the cash market is still inching lower, but, you know, last week uh, we actually saw a three-cent gain in the cash index. N- not a lot, but, uh, you know, it's it's certainly not the time of year that we see things ticking higher. Um, you know, so it, it looks to me like, like at least the CME probably put in a low back in October. Um, you know, typically we find the cash market finds its low sometime in December, so uh, you know, I think December hogs are probably transitioning into a broad-ranging market going forward. Um, but as we look into next year, summer hog contracts are probably still underpriced as we look look for uh, domestic and export demand to turn positive sometime in early 2024. And, of course, we still see massive herd liquidation ongoing. Uh, so that's going to discourage the production outlook, I think, for next year. Uh, overall, in, in hogs, you know, I think things are, are finally looking positive, or at least uh, we've got the beginnings of something positive for the hog producer. Um, in cattle, of course, it's it's just been a massive bloodletting uh, in the cattle and feeder cattle markets in the last month. Um, you know, I think a lot of it is 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 more about um, you know we've seen a lot, well any any length in the cattle market in the last six months is underwater, and so I think it's it's more about uh, money at the CME uh, and less than about a shift in the, in the fu- underlying fundamentals in the cattle market. We didn't see the cash market break nearly as much as as Chicago did last week, and. 
uh, at least on on paper, nearby basis was at a record for uh, mid-November in on live cattle anyway. Um, but it's going to take some time. There's definitely been a lot of chart damage done. Um, you know, I I don't think the the I think this is a, a correction in a long-term cyclical bull market, and we still see no evidence that the herd's being rebuilt. So, uh, you know, cattle supplies are going to con- continue to contract at least for the next year or two. Um, so, uh, you know, there is some sound fundamentals, but but for right now, is it's it's been a matter of money and a, a matter of squeezing out these stale longs. Okay. Anything else we should be aware of? No, we're we're at least in the grain markets. We're at that time of year where we got the November crop report behind us, and we're not going to get any yield changes until January. So the uh, the grain markets tend to get a little more dull. Basis t- uh, typically starts continues to increase into the end of the year, uh, but the Board of Trade's focus is now going to be squarely on Brazil and Argentina, uh, especially as we see some weather issues uh, starting to well not starting they have been creeping in. You know the question now is it's it's not to, it's not it's not time to call a, a crop disaster in Brazil. Um, but if these conditions continue for another, you know, three to four weeks into December, then the, you know, I think the market is really going to have a story on its hands. Um, but we'll see it's, it's weather and that's, uh, as complicated as anything to predict. So we'll see what happens. Ag resource company market analyst, Nathan Losey.